welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hi there, I'm Blake Lindsay and I'm the host for Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. If you are brand new to us, we certainly want to welcome you. And if you have been around a while, we are delighted to spend time with you each week and would love for you to share this free podcast with your family and friends. Hey, I don't believe I've mentioned this in a while. We have a free weekly Ziggler newsletter, which can be delivered right to your in-basket if you'd like us to. It is really a helpful newsletter that is filled with articles from Zig and other business professionals on a wide variety of topics. I certainly want to encourage you to sign up for this free service at Ziggler.com. Remember the first time you heard Zig and how his words of wisdom had such a positive impact on your personal, family, and business life? Wouldn't it be awesome if every soldier, I'm talking airman, marine, sailor, and coastie serving our country, could have unlimited access to all of Zig's audio and video material anytime, anywhere? With your help, this dream is indeed possible. For less than $15, you and Zig will impact the lives of our military members and their families around the world by giving them complete access to the new online Ziggler Vault. The Ziggler Vault is the online library of all of Zig's greatest audio and video programs, including his most famous bestsellers, as well as his all-time classics. If Zig's message of hope and encouragement has made a positive difference in your life, now you can help change the lives of 15 American military members when you subscribe to the Ziggler Vault. To learn more about how you can encourage our military, please go to Ziggler.com or you can call me, Blake Lindsay. Here's my number, 972-383-3268. Please do it now. We want to personally welcome you to this edition, and we certainly hope your week is going better than good. We want to thank you very much for taking time each week to listen to Mr. Ziegler's message. Please continue to tell your family and friends about Zig's inspiring podcast. Well, today, Mr. Ziegler's in fine form, and he has a lot of jokes that he wants to share with you, as well as some better than good reasons why it is important to continue to learn brand new things throughout your lifetime. I'm going to turn my speakers up so that I can join you in learning from Mr. Ziegler right now. sometimes it is fun and exciting. A couple of you were talking as you were walking in, and I couldn't help but overhear one of you say to the other one, well, I can't tell you anymore. I've already told you more than I heard. And you know that, uh, <laughs> like a couple of folks were talking, one of them said, well, you know, I hate to spread gossip, but I don't know what else you can do with it. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like one, one, one fellow said, you know, I hate gossip, so I'm only going to tell you this once. Now, you know, and <laughs> incidentally, one of the things that intrigues me, uh, I read a study sometime back where every third person was either remarkably handsome or amazingly beautiful. Now, what I'd like to get you to do right now is turn directly to the person on your left and look them over real good. <laughs> no, left, left, left. Now turn directly to the person on your right and look them over real good. Now, since it obviously ain't either one of them, <laughs> Uh, then uh, guess who? It's so 
neat to see so many beautiful ladies here this morning. You know, not only do women dress audiences up so much, but realistically, women are just so much more practical uh, than men. Like this lady down home, bum came up to her on the street and said, Ma'am, would you give me a dollar for a sandwich? She said, well, not until I've seen the sandwich. Now, you know, that, uh, uh, that's being practical. Like, like uh, one lady said, well, I didn't want to marry him for his money, but that was the only way I could get it. Now, you, you see, that really <laughs> uh, is, is being practical. Now, obviously, that one has been reversing itself these last few years, all right? 1989, in December, the redhead and I, walked into Prestonwood Shopping Center. That's her favorite center. If you recall from an earlier recording, uh, that's where she made the all-mall team for eight years in a row and last year made MVP as most valuable purchaser. Well, we walked into the uh, little eyeglasses place. I needed some glasses. And a very energetic, enthusiastic young man came up and offered charity. He said, may I help you? Uh, well, I was grateful for help. I said to him, yes, I need some of those glare-proof glasses. He said, oh, he said, are you a photographer? Uh, I said, no, I, I never got involved in photography because of all of the negatives. Uh, he, he said, uh, well, he, he, he said, are you a producer? And I said, no, I'm a speaker. And he said, well, what do you speak on? And I said, well, motivation, positive thinking, leadership, I do a lot of family seminars, courtship after marriage, raising positive kids in a negative world. Do a lot in sales training, goal setting, and that sort of thing. And he, and he brightened up noticeably. He said, oh, kind of like Zig Ziglar. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, well sort of. <laughs> and, and the redhead uh, pointed her finger at me, and she said, this is Zig Ziglar. Well, was a very cool young man. He backed up a couple of feet, looked me over pretty good, and he started shaking his head. He said, oh, no. Oh, no. He said, I've seen videotapes of Zig Ziglar, and Zig Ziglar is always jumping up and down. He said, no, this is not Zig Ziglar. So I said to the redhead, you see there, sweetheart, I told you we weren't going to be able to fool this young man. He's probably looking for some 40 or 50-year-old codger, and he sees us two youngsters walk in, and uh, he looks me over real good, and he knows I could never be Zig Ziglar. And the young man kind of nodded his head and said, yep, that's right. Well, we went ahead with the transaction. He got ready to do the paperwork. He picked up his pen, uh, and he said, now, what is your name? And I said, well, I spell it Z-I-G-L-A-R. He, he literally dropped his pen on the counter. He said, you are Zig Ziglar. I said, yeah, I have been a long time. <laughs> now, I, I want to make a very important point. The young man had a picture of me in his mind. And as far as that picture went... It was okay because on occasion I do jump up and down uh, and I do get kind of loud and exuberant and enthusiastic. But the reality is the picture he had of me was so narrow and so shallow that it bore no resemblance to who I am and what I can do. I have found that to be very, very true of people. I do a lot of reading, a lot of research, and what I have found is that most people have a picture of themselves which is so narrow and so shallow that it bears no resemblance to who they are and what they can do. Most people have no earthly idea as to what they can do, 
because all they've ever been told is what they cannot do. According to psychologist Chad Hemstetter, the average 16-year-old has been told 17,000 times, no, or you can't do that. Now, you tell a youngster 17,000 times they can't do something, and the first thing you know, they will begin to believe it. The picture is so incredibly important. Now, most people have no earthly idea, therefore, what they can do because they don't know who they are. They do not know what they really want out of life because they do not know what's available for them. Now, for them is the key. They can readily see where you could do it and you could do it and you could do it and you could do it, but poor little old me, I could never do those things. And so what we want to work at is, is changing the picture so that we can recognize just what is inside of us. To repeat myself again, man was designed for accomplishment. That's you. Engineered for success and endowed with the seeds of greatness. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. In an earlier recording, I talked about the fact that there are some things you can't measure. You can't measure the heart. You can measure the IQ. One of the reasons I talk to both the head and the heart is because I like to get to your intelligence logically but even more importantly, I'd like to get to you emotionally because we cannot measure that hard. And inside of us, there is so much. But the picture is the key. The picture I had of myself uh, always was I'm a little guy from a little town who will struggle all of his life. When I was 17 years old, getting ready to go off uh, to the Navy back in the big war, World War II. Some of you have heard about it. It's been in all the papers. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was getting ready to leave, and my plans was to go off to war and then come back and literally to open a meat market in Yazoo City, Mississippi. That's the image, that's the picture that I had of myself. I never saw myself as having to have government assistance, but I saw myself as the little guy from the little town who would struggle all of his life. As a youngster, I was very small, and I did have that inferiority complex. That's exhibited. Now, in those days, that's what they call today. You know, they call it poor self-image and what have you. But the emphasis simply was that I could not do these things. The picture's important. I well remember one time one of my children came home with a terrible report card. You know, I was kind of chastised a little bit about it, and one of them uh, said to me, I'm not going to identify which one it is. I would kind of embarrass him. But uh, a big smile came out of this particular child's uh, face and said, Well, Dad, let me ask you, do you think this is heredity or environment? <laughs> and, and, you know, there, there, there's something that can be said uh, for both. Now, my environment as a youngster was a depression environment. Survival was the issue of the day. Many of you, as you listen to this tape, are in a survival mode. We want to move from survival first to stability, and from stability to success, and from success to significance. That is the purpose, but that's going to take growth. And growth is a lifetime prospect. Now, I want to differentiate between personal growth and self-fulfillment. Self-fulfillment is that part of life that says, Hooray for me, to heck with you. I'm going to win through intimidation if I have to, but I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to look out for number one. 
Self-fulfillment is that individual, and I can perhaps represent them or epitomize them uh, in the world of athletics. It's the individual who becomes a bodybuilder. Now, please understand that there are exceptions to every rule, and I want that to be made clear. But the typical bodybuilder spends an awful lot of time building those muscles. And then an inordinate amount of time getting in front of the mirror and admiring uh, their handiwork. But they're not altogether selfish. I mean, uh, many of them will put on an undershirt and walk down Main Street so that we too can admire what they have done. Uh, They will even come in the restaurant where we are eating and just kind of casually sit there, uh, you know, in that Charles Atlas pose so we can admire. Now, let me say it again. That's not always the case. For example, Randy Webster is a trainer and a bodybuilder. He works with my son and did work with my daughter-in-law. He is genuinely interested in taking what he knows about bodybuilding and teaching somebody else. There's your difference. Now, that's personal growth. That's the individual. That's the teacher who learns things for the purpose of teaching. Self-fulfillment is the student who learns things so he or she can parade their knowledge. Maybe someday they'll get invited to appear on Jeopardy and they can answer all of those questions and then the world will admire them for their incredible insights and wisdom. Now, let me emphasize uh, on this that when when you get into these things, then you begin to think in terms of I'm not the only uh, fish in the pond. There are others, and I need to live with, work with, encourage other people. That is so important. The way you go up in life is not just on your own efforts, but by what you can persuade others to do and teach others to do. You yourself have been helped by many people on many occasions. You walk in my office today and on the wall you will see my wall of gratitude. There are 19 people there who've had an impact on my life. And there are people, if you're honest and really reflect on it, you've had a lot of people that have helped you in your life for you to move up. Like this old boy down home says, anytime you see a turtle on a fence post, you can rest assured that sucker didn't get there by himself. I mean, he had some help along the way. Well, what are, the, uh, what are the benefits of team play? Two of my favorite coaches are Joe Paterno at Penn State and Lou Holtz at Notre Dame. Now, in those two schools, as far as I know, they're the only two major schools which do not put the names of the players on the jacket. They go by numbers. And, and so that big uh, defensive tackle has a number, as does the outstanding quarterback, have a number. They function as a team. Well, we all know the team success of those two teams. And you might say, well, now that's pretty good for the team. As a matter of fact, that's real good for the team uh, to sacrifice yourself. Joe Paterno, for example, if one of his guys, a wide receiver, a running back, a fullback, uh, runs for a touchdown uh, and does all those hysterominics or hysterics or whatever they are, they call them, uh, in the end zone, you know, throwing the ball up in the stands or throwing it over the goalpost or, or doing some of those silly dances, He might as well just head for the bench because he is now officially out of the game. Paterno requires that they simply 
hand the ball to one of the officials, run back to the huddle and say, congratulations, fellas, every last one of you did your job. And so the team was able to score. Now, what impact does this have on the individual? Well, you check the records in the NFL, and you will discover that for many years, both Notre Dame and Penn State have been at the top or real close to the top, certainly within the top five, of the teams that send players to the NFL. You see, you've got to have the individual talent and ability, but you need to function in there as part of the team. I can tell you that one uh, sour apple in a company can have a tremendously detrimental effect on the rest of the team. And so this team play, this concept becomes extraordinarily important. Now, as this personal growth concept unfolds, uh, let me tell you, first of all, it is a lifetime concept. 58% of all of the people in our society when they finish their formal education, never read another meaningful book. On the contrary, those who make who's who read an average of 20 books a year. At the end of five years, one has read 100 books, gotten incredible additional information, stayed current and up to date, and is in a growth mode. And when you're growing, you check your attitude. When you're learning things, that's when you are most excited. In companies where they teach concepts and philosophies and people are growing, their rate of turnover is dramatically less than those who do not. Now, Fortune Magazine ran an article, Merkin Company, which for nine years was voted the number one company, most desirable place in America to work. Uh, what they discovered was it cost them one and one half years salary to replace a worker, to run the recruitment ads, and to train them, bring them up to speed. Year and a half salary every time a trained, productive individual left. So you see, growth is important for the company and it's important for the individual. What interesting thing have you learned about lately? With 24-hour news channels, the internet, and podcasts, we are literally bombarded with information in so many forms. It is important that you consciously choose where you get your information and what you are learning. This week, strive to be a constant learner and then put that knowledge to good use. Until next week, I'm Blake Lindsay, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.